Arctic. Time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in hour number two of the program here on Monday morning on President's Day on a day some of you may have off, but probably most of you are out working and uh, some of you may be staying home with the kids today as it kicks off school vacation week. And of course, this is the week that's always the hardest to find things to do because it's not like April vacation or summer vacation when a lot of other things are open. And waiting for you to bring the kids. Now, it's a little bit harder during February vacation, but that's all right. We're going to have decent weather all week. It'll be chilly, but it's, you know, with the exception of, I think, Thursday is supposed to rain. Uh, but, you know, it'll be chilly, but it won't be, there won't be any snowstorms. So on the plus side, you don't have to worry about that. But on the downside, that means no sledding. And some people would rather have snowstorms during vacation week when they don't have to worry about whether or not the kids are going to have school. The kids, meanwhile, are like, oh, thank God, because we don't want to give up a possible snow day during vacation. So there's a lot that we've been discussing here this morning. We were talking about the Fairhaven trash situation where they, they're looking at possibly charging Fairhaven residents for trash removal services to make up for the $2 million shortfall in the budget. That um, This will be voted for by the Board of Public Works uh, at the February 26th meeting. And they're still trying to kind of shore up exactly what it is they will be voting on. So that'll be interesting to keep an eye on for sure. Uh, again, they've tossed around the idea of $100 a month, and I'm just going to tell Fairhaven residents now who haven't been paying for trash service that if they tell you suddenly you're paying for your trash service and they're telling you it's $100 a year, did I say $100 a month? $100 a year. If they're telling you it's $100 a year for your household, take that deal. Take that deal. Less than 10 bucks a month for something other people are paying 30 35 40 even more for. Take that deal. And um, one of the other things I wanted to discuss is this story <clears throat> had me scratching my head. And I get it. I understand the level of frustration and, quite frankly, fear on behalf of the Brockton School Committee with some of the incidents that have been going on. The four of the members of the school committee sent a letter to, and uh, they are, Joyce Asak, Claudio Gomes, Anna Oliver, and Tony Rodriguez, or Tony Rodericks. I don't know if they pronounce it like we do in Brockton. They asked Brockton Mayor Robert Sullivan, who is also the chair of the school committee, to contact Governor Mara Healy and request the deployment of the National Guard to help restore order in Brockton High School and to, quote, prevent a potential tragedy. This is being reported on by WCVB, News Center 5. They obtained the letter. 
And they wrote that Brockton High has experienced a disturbing increase. This, this is what the school committee members wrote in their letter to the mayor. That Brockton High School has experienced a disturbing increase in incidents related to violence, security concerns, and substance abuse over the past few months. Now, last May, three people were stabbed outside of the high school after dismissal. And two of those three people were Brockton High students. There was cell phone video that got put out there from that. All kinds of backlash as a result of that. And the mayor did say, he's like, listen, only the governor can activate the National Guard. I will forward this request on to her, which in his role, really, that's all that he could do. I mean, I guess he could say to the school committee members outright, no, I'm not doing that. But he said he would forward it on to the governor. The governor's not going to send the National Guard to Brockton High School. Although Healy's office did tell Channel 5 that the governor's office is aware of the concerns and that they are in contact with Brockton officials. But the mayor said he doesn't want to see the National Guard sent into the school, that he wants to see them work with the school department and the police department work together to implement some further safety measures. There's also school committee members who are against this idea too. But the problem, the biggest problem with Brockton schools right now is they're hurting financially too. So they don't have the money. It's going to have to come from the police department because their superintendent went out on medical leave Right after they found out that the school department was going to be $14 million short for its budget this year. So the school department itself sounds like it's in disarray. They don't have the funds to implement any of these security measures. It sounds like from the way that they're trying to portray it in this letter, which you can read the letter at, at Channel 5's website, wcvb.com, it, seem, it sounds like they're trying to portray it as all hell has broken loose. That the students are the ones running the school now. And those school committee members who sent the letter are holding a news conference this morning at 11.30 a.m. outside of Brockton High School near Campanelli Stadium, Marciano Stadium, over on that side of the building. That's the, uh, they said the Forest Avenue side, which I think is the west side of the school, if I have that correct, you know, the directions correct in my mind. The side, uh, the same side as the Brockton Fairgrounds. So they're going to hold this press conference and, and explain further why they think the National Guard needs to come in to maintain. We're talking like, lean on me. Joe Clark level stuff. They want the national, they want uniformed soldiers in Brockton High School to restore order. Now, that begs the question what do you expect the National Guard to do if they are stationed in Brockton High School? Are you hoping that just the presence 
of the guard will deter some of this activity that's happening? Or are you expecting them to actually play some sort of role in the enforcement? Like they can when they come in during a national, you know, a natural disaster or a riot situation. Do you expect them to actually come in and have the authority over what goes on in that school? Because you've got to then ask yourself, well, ultimately, who does that school belong to? It belongs to the taxpayers. Do the taxpayers want the National Guard in charge of whatever discipline or whatever security measures are being placed in their school? Is that something that the the taxpayers want? Now, I lived in Brockton when I was younger. I went to, I started school in Brockton schools. I didn't go to Brockton High School. And I've obviously followed along over the years with how it's become the biggest school system in, in Massachusetts. Brockton High has the most students out of any school in Massachusetts. So it is a lot to ask to maintain order with over, I think it's 3,400 students. It's almost 3,600 students. I'm sorry, Brockton is the fifth largest school district in the state, but it's the, it's the most populated high school in the state. And they've, according, you know, Channel 5's reporting here, they laid off 130 staff members right after, three days after those stabbings happened last May. Because they don't have the budget to keep people there. They have teachers. I think it said uh, an average of 30 teachers a day. That are out of work. That, that don't come in. I'm just looking for that actual number. Might have been in the letter itself. But they've got a problem getting the teachers to come into the school. Now, that could be a variety of things. That could be legitimate illness as... You know, we have more things going around now. And it's the time of year when these things are passed around a lot easier. But it could also be that there are teachers who don't feel safe. There could also be teachers who are doing this as their own form of protest. But I don't know that the National Guard coming into the school, standing in the hallways in uniform. Now, I, I think there would have to be a conversation about would the guard come in armed? Weapons are one of the concerns at the school, but would you want to have the National Guard come in with their weapons? 
I'm sorry, students having weapons is a concern I should point out. But do you want the National Guard standing there armed? Do you want them just there in uniform? Standing in the hallways? Do you want them interacting with the students? What, what, what is the vision here? And I hope some of these questions get answered at the 1130 press conference this morning. Because the letter itself doesn't really address what it is that they're looking for. And you know what? Do they really expect the National Guard to come to Brockton High School? Are they really looking for that to happen? I don't think so. I think what they're doing is they're signaling that this is how frustrated they've become with what's going on and that this gets attention. It gets us here in here on the South Coast talking about it. It gets, you know, Channel 5 writing a story about it. It's going to be on all the nightly news tonight. Because... And, and you know what? It might even become a national story. So th in that regard, they're getting what is the most important thing, which is shining daylight onto the problem. And maybe the governor says, well, I'm not going to send the National Guard, but we could maybe send some funds. We could maybe help you secure some kind of grant for safety or something. Maybe they even send some state police in to help with school security. But I, I don't think that these school committee members actually want to see National Guard members in uniform at the entrances, in the cafeteria, lining the hallway, Standing at sporting events. I don't think that that's what they actually want out of this. And if they did want that, what do they think that that's going to do? What is the end goal here? 508-996-0500. If you want to call in and chime in on that. I mean, could you imagine... If that was something that was brought up in New Bedford or, or Fall River, the idea that the National Guard needs to be called in because, first of all, you can't get a handle on your school. But secondly, you can't get the police to help enough. And I get it. You know, Brockton's a a city that has a lot of issues and a lot of financial issues. But I can't imagine they've exhausted every possibility in-house, so to speak, that they, they have to go to asking the governor to bring in the National Guard. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Mr. Weisberg. Morning. You know, the situation is like this for one reason, and I believe it's one reason. These kids in school, it's the parents who never took care of business after they had their children. 
most of these kids, I mean, it's a high school, it's teenagers, they're probably bossing their parents around. Well, one of the parents... I should, I should have probably brought this up. One of the biggest problems that the, the, these school committee members are saying that they have an issue with is students, first of all, are just walking away from school. Like they just leave campus with nobody stopping them. But they also have a big problem with people coming into the school from outside that aren't, that aren't students at the school or, or aren't faculty of the school. So they've got a, a, a wide open door that's just letting anybody come in. So I, I can't say that it's necessarily all just the students that are causing these problems. Oh, I understand that. Sure, they're coming in. This has been going on for a long time. But my my main, uh, it's the parents who they don't take an active role in their children's lives every day. They go to school, bam, the parents go to work. Or some of the parents are drug addicts. Some of those teenagers are using drugs, too. They're vaping. They're doing marijuana. They're hitting it. So we have all this. When I went to school in my day, we respected our teachers. They were good teachers. The kids today, I doubt if they're up to level learning what they're supposed to be learning. It's one big fat mess. And I think there's a high percentage, the reason being the parents. I'm sorry. Sometimes the parents will go to the school and they get a complaint about their child and they do. What do they do? They go there and they defend their child instead of straightening them out. And you got to start when they're small. I raised my kids alone. There's a lot of single parents out there. And I'm proud of my kids. They never went out and hung around in the corners or did drugs, smoke, and drank. And I'm proud of them today because they deserve everything they have. They're working hard for it. These kids are going to end up nothing. They're going to be bums on the street. Do you think that the potential for National Guard soldiers coming into the school might smarten up some of the parents? I am so sad about that. that You're going to bother those men and women to come in and do that, which it all could have been, been avoided. Like I said, if parents... Listen, if you just can't, if it's not in you to take care of children, don't have them. With all the birth control that's out there, just like there's no need for any abortion whatsoever. Don't have any children with all the prevention that's out there in God's name. I, that's all I have to say. I think it's terrible. It's, to me, I'm putting it on the parents when they're small. I'm putting it on the parents for when their children were small and they never stopped them to do anything. Give them everything they want. I see kids in the supermarket shopping. They're sitting up in the upper seat of the shopping cart, and the mother's shopping, and the kids are holding their own cell phones, their own little video game thing. You're spoiling them. The minute they come into the world, it's ridiculous. That's all. I'm glad you gave me the three minutes. Thank you so much. All right. You have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. And uh, I'm going to take a break here, but we can take more of your calls, 508-996-0500, or hit me up on App Chat or open line voicemails in the WBSM app. We'll be right back. And, you know, you probably... Like I said, you know, you may have the day off. You may not. But whether you have the day off or not, you still need to have a little break for yourself during the course of the day. And what better place to do that than at Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop where you can have a delicious latte, coffee, cappuccino, hot chocolate, along with one of their fresh-baked muffins or some of their other great pastries. Or maybe you're going to sneak over there around lunchtime and get a sandwich. They have... Caserla, tuna salad, chicken salad, all homemade and all served on their homemade Portuguese pops or bread. And of course, being school vacation week, you probably need some some easy lunches to keep around. Maybe stuff the kids can make themselves. You know what I'm saying? So grab some of that to go. 
it's all available in takeout containers so that you could bring the chicken salad, the tuna salad, the conserva, whatever it is. You can bring it home along with the pops, along with the bread, and the kids can throw together the sandwiches as needed. Or you can make them for them before you head off of work so that when they're ready to have lunch, it's there and go, ready to go for them. But also, really, not only is Sunrise Bakery, which is located at 506 Bolton Street in New Bedford, a great place to have all of your daily treats, the, the, the things that you need to keep you fueled and running all day. It's a great place to go and get things like birthday cakes. To go and get things like special desserts. You never know. what, And, you know, it's, it's not just a matter of getting something that is celebratory. You can make the celebration the fact that you brought home something from Sunrise Bakery. Do you know what you want to get there? The nattas that they make there are so good. Oh, I love when, when Casey brings in some of those here. But also... One of my favorite things at Sunrise, and I've tried this everywhere because I'm a huge fan of it, their flan. Their flan at Sunrise Bakery is some of the best flan you will ever have. So stop on by and give it a try. Try all of their deliciousness at Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop, 506 Bolton Street in New Bedford. And also follow them on Facebook so you can see all of the beautiful breads and pastries and everything that they have over there each and every day. All right, it is time now to go into the news and get all of the headlines of the day from Phil Devitt. On the other side, we'll take some phone calls with you, 508-996-0500. We have Jack Spillane coming in in the 8 o'clock hour to turn on the light. We'll talk about some other things going on around New Bedford. And I also I want to get his take on this idea of bringing the National Guard in or the request to bring the National Guard in for school security at Brockton High School. Doesn't that seem extreme? All right, well, sorry. Take it away, Phil. Now, the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News. Two Minnesota police officers and a paramedic were shot and killed while responding to a domestic abuse call early Sunday in a Minneapolis suburb. Law enforcement sources say the suspected gunman died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. At least one person is dead and five injured after an overnight shooting at an Indianapolis Waffle House. Police say two groups of people got into an altercation leading up to the shooting. The investigation is in its early stages and authorities are looking for witnesses. Joel Osteen's Houston megachurch held Sunday services a week after a woman opened fire in the sanctuary with a rifle. As a church, we could shrink back. It's dangerous. Let's hide our light. Let's just go under the radar. But this is a time to shine brighter than ever. A woman was shot and killed by off-duty law enforcement officers at Lakewood Church. Her seven-year-old son was also shot, but it's not clear by who. He remains in critical condition. Billed as a special service of healing, Osteen told the cheering congregation, quote, God's got us covered. GOP presidential hopeful Nikki Haley is slamming former President Trump for his silence on last week's death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. Speaking on ABC's This Week, Haley suggested two possible reasons Trump has not responded to Navalny's unexpected death in prison, which President Biden and other world leaders have said Russian President Vladimir Putin is responsible for. Haley said either Trump believes it's, quote, cool for Putin to have one of his opponents killed, or Trump doesn't consider Navalny's death that important. The International Court of Justice in The Hague will start hearings on the Israeli occupation of Palestinian territories today. They're part of a Palestinian effort to get the international community to examine Israel's conduct as Israel continues its war to destroy the militant group Hamas in the Gaza Strip. A dead satellite returns to 
Earth this week. ERS-2 is one of the European Space Agency's advanced observation satellites. Most of the satellite is set to burn up on re-entry Wednesday morning with no clear prediction on where any remaining debris will land. And most Americans are unhappy with how the Biden administration is handling the influx of immigrants. That's according to new data from the Pew Research Center, which surveyed over 5,000 people and found only 18 percent of them said the U.S. is doing a, quote, very good or somewhat good job of dealing with the influx at the southern border. The data also found 57 percent of respondents said the current situation at the border was leading to an influx in crime in the U.S. Time now for WBSM Sports brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. The Boston Bruins host the Dallas Stars at TD Garden today at one o'clock and the Celtics off to Chicago to play the Bulls on Thursday. Now your President's Day forecast with ABC6. Mostly sunny skies this morning. Temperatures in the mid to upper 20s. Wind chill values in the upper teens. Bundle up. It's cold outside. As we head into the afternoon, plenty of sunshine. Temperatures climbing barely into the upper 30s. A few degrees below average overnight today. Clear in the upper teens. These are temperatures. Tomorrow, another beautiful sunny day, but cold. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Cecil Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. This WBSM News Update brought to you by Sparks Auto in Dartmouth. Your choice for auto repairs, brakes, and inspection stickers. Sparks Auto, 425 State Road, Dartmouth. I'm Phil Devitt for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get all of our content and breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Get breaking news alerts, stream audio, send us text messages, and get live traffic and weather updates all on the WBSM app. Download it now from your app store or at WBSM.com. And welcome back in 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Did you have a nice weekend? You rested? Yes, I did. How was yours? All quiet. It was It was okay. Quiet's, like the be- quiet's the best way. Yeah, I don't like snow- the snow, though. I, I'll be glad when it goes away. It's Same cold. here. Anyways, Brockton, yeah, very, always been very troubled up there. But um, I'm, I agree with Mary. I'm a single parent, too, and I did a, a great job with my son. He's got values. He works hard. You know, they, kids today, they don't have that, a lot of them. Well, and I, I also don't know necessarily, you know, who it is that's causing the issues. I don't know um, if it's more of a matter of the, you know, it, it's, they make it sound like everybody's out of control in the school, but it could just be a very small portion of the population is causing an issue. And it could be, you know, 90% of the kids are okay, but that 10% is causing so much trouble. So I don't, I don't want to throw every parent in Brockton under the bus here. No, I know, but the thing is, um, it is true, though. You have to bring your children up with values and things like that, and they don't today. I noticed that. You you don't agree with me, but really, it's not the same as years ago. And even when I worked, you know, we had pride. We, we I don't know, these kids today, I told you, they just want to be on the phones, and it's awful. You can't spoil your kids. You have to make them work, and you have to make them have values, and, you know, I don't know. I did it right, because my son's very good. But the thing is, um, the church that I go to, they're going to be opening up a campus there, because it's so troubled, too. They got a church there, but you got to want it. 
Like the one in New Bedford, a lot of people that were on drugs are going there, homeless people. There's almost a 1,000 people at each service. Wow. There's three services, and they help, they help the community in New Bedford. I mean, that's when you consider that, you know, church attendance is down overall, that's, that's really good that you're getting that many people. But that's also that many people that are looking for that, that spiritual help. Yeah, it's beautiful, and it's, um, it's good. And uh, like I said, people are recovering drug addicts, homeless, every, every different kind of people, and young, too, very young, young girls that are saying that get baptized, and they're saying um, they were going out with different guys, and they, they found that God, and they're so happy now. They opened a business, one girl, and, you know, one kid was in a gang, and he found God. It brings tears to my eyes. I'm so happy for them when they find God at that at a young age. Now, when you they, when, uh, just as a just a log, as a logistical question, when you have that many people attending a service, does it does it affect the level of um, connection that you have? Like, is it can it be can it feel like there's too many people sometimes? No, no, because the way they do it, there's a cop at the door. Everything's organized. There's ushers, ushers that watch where you, you, you sit down. It's such so big that it's kind of like an auditorium. Mm-hmm. And then and the service, it starts with music. And then the, this, the kids go to, um, like, you know, they have the kiddie campus where they go to uh, their thing with God and fun and all that. And then um, and they do so much. There's different activities um, for the kids. There's movies. They they do a lot of things. So you still Beautiful. you still have that that kind of um, family feeling like connection, even though there's there's so many people in the congregation. Oh yeah, you bring your own. You can bring people, or you can. I go alone, but I've already met people, and everybody is is such a in such a good good mood. It's beautiful. Like a little boy came up to me out of the children's thing and he was so beautiful and he gave me a hug he didn't even know me and we had a conversation about whales he was just beautiful because see the parents are bringing him up right they do homeschooling with him but the husband was there with the wife and they do it it's it's just nice even if you're alone i brought my son to all those things i brought my son to every sport every sport he was in sports are good too because it gives them um focus it keeps them in line, it gives them discipline. I was tired. I did the work of a man and a woman, but I did it good. You have to do those things with your kids. If you don't do those things from young, then they're going to be messed up. And I, and you have to watch them. I I um I watched him. He said I was like a detective. I don't care. I said that's my job. You know what I mean? You have to do those things. But, you know, even this church right now, they're doing a thing on marriage on the rocks. They were against divorce. You know, but the way they explain it, there's a book that um, uh, he's a marriage counselor, and they talk about, they break it down in sections, and they talk about even if you're not married, you know, it's good information plus, you know, about relationships. And they teach respect for the man to respect the woman and the woman to respect the man. Yeah, learning is other. I like this church because you learn. Well, it's not just go in and leave. You go in. The, there's the music is upbeat. Well, so it brings it brings you up, people, right? And then it, people are going to ask. So just let them know which which church it is that you're talking about. It's the New Life South Coast. 
New Life South Coast, and it's in the old, um, you know where Save-A-Lot is in the south end on the Cove Road? Mm, yeah, behind, it's, it's behind right Inner behind Bay. Inner Bay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that parking lot is, is packed every single Sunday from brim to brim on each service, and uh, it's it's dynamite. My pharmacist goes there. It's uh, it's different people. It's just, it's not yeah, just I know all, I know lots of people that go there. I got to just hold you there, Shining, because I got some other calls. But thank All you right. for sharing, and, uh, and and you'll probably see some new people there from hearing you on the radio. Have a good day, Tim. You as well. And Bye, uh, honey. let's take a quick call here before I got to take a break. Good morning. You next on WBSM. What's shaking, Playboy? How you doing, Lamone? How you doing? Ah, living, loving. So I'd like to say I, I, I commend the young lady who's on before for me. Uh, it's like I know how it is being, being a single parent. Like I said, I raised my, my eldest daughter since she was like four months old. Her mother was killed by a drunk driver. So, and that's why I'm always the designated driver whenever I go out with anybody. So, that's to me, I'd rather see people come home safe and 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 happy than seeing somebody going to jail, let alone killing somebody, being killed themselves. So that's to me, that's most important thing. And and talking about respect, I I know my um. I know a third passed on now. A couple that met and got met one day and four days later got married. They had been wow. married for sixty five years. Sixty five years they were married. And until um until I think it was like ninety eight or ninety nine that the the uh, husband died and she died. She died like maybe fifteen days later. And and that that's that's to come up. There's a there's a there's a difference. There's lack of respect and and honor in in the, in the world and, and in the homes these days. Like I said, you if you respect you should be able to respect yourself and respect others. And a lot of times, I think personally, I think because they don't have God in the household. And like I said, you know, and and that's and that's to me that's the way it is. I see here kids, you know, cursing and using GDI, but God, we don't have time to put kids on blast. Why are you guys in vain? God didn't damn it. The beavers did. And like I said, I'm not running down to them. You don't, don't play with nothing like that. You, obviously, you're young. You don't do enough bad stuff in your life that you don't have to have do anything bad that's make it worse for you than God by. And so, and, and, and personally, also, uh, to get off my high horse, um, and yes, it is. So, uh, I'm, you know, on April 6th, uh, the 25th anniversary uh, uh, appearance uh, for the uh, Lauren Hill Miss Education of Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Remember that great album. And so remember, I was talking about them trying to get to be in the half half Super Bowl halftime show, but it didn't work out. But April 6th, that's uh, she's going to be doing the show here. I'm thinking maybe Sister Skid would like to go with me. Wow, well, maybe. maybe you should ask. You talk to her before I will. I'm sure. Ask her if she'd be interested in doing that. I will. I'll mention it to her. How's everybody else out there? Are you doing something this weekend? Why? Uh, no, probably not this weekend. Still, uh, still, still doing the you know the the trying to go to bed early and trying to trying to get myself fully fully healed. Well, you you think it'll be before uh, April? Um, <laughs> I don't know if it'll be before then because that's WrestleMania weekend. So I'm taking that weekend off anyway from from Spooky no, South Coast. So they're going to be here. 
they're going to be here. What, WrestleMania? That's in Philadelphia. Yeah, they were they were just here. They were just here this Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, they, they did the press conference out there because smart move on their part because, like, the, the media of the entire world was there, so they were you know, hoping to get more attention, but I guess they didn't even fill that arena when they were giving away the tickets for free, so... Yeah, but they're, now they're by reliving it, street, and people are like watching. You know, I can't uh, watch or involved wanting the Chiefs to win or the 49ers. All of I've there are lots of people who like the 49ers, but I go, I'm neither here nor there. So, like I said, that's okay. Well, maybe yeah, next year it'll be your Cowboys year. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping to be here next year. You know, when that time comes around. Hopefully not in that spot. Well, maybe, you know, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable where I'm at right long enough. Like I said, somewhere, you know, breathing and stuff and living. And um, it'd be good. And hopefully, hopefully I'd have seen you by then. Brought mm-hmm. you to Vegas and having some fun. Perhaps. Maybe know? maybe yeah. I'll be out there to cover, uh, you know, a Patriots, Vega, uh, Patriots Raiders game someday. Oh, that sounds good. I don't cover the team anymore, but maybe maybe I can make special arrangements just to, to do that. Maybe Mr. Gillette. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to hold you there, Lamone, because I got to take a break here. Am I going old school? Am I going old school? You, you are. I'm Victor Kayyem hasn't had the team for a long time. All right, I got to hold you there, though. I, I got to take a break. Bro. You have a good day. God bless, brother. Take it easy. Play on, brother. And, uh, yeah, that's th- that Patriots documentary, The Dynasty, that's airing on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, I can't really say a lot of what comes up in the episodes that haven't been released because they're it's actually embargoed. Um, but what I can say is they talk to everybody. They get everybody on screen. Now, whether or not they open up about some things is, you know, remains to be seen. But they talk to every. I mean, you get, I haven't, I've never seen Ernie Adams have as much screen time as he has in, in this documentary, which I can say because he shows up in one of the uh, clips. So, and, you know, and also I can say one of my favorite parts is getting to hear Randy Moss talk about the Patriots again. Also, because he shows up in the clips, and how could they not talk to Randy Moss? But uh, I love, love, love hearing Randy Moss talk about the Patriots. There's there's nobody more entertaining in the world when when talking about things than Randy Moss. And, and if you've watched the first two episodes that are out there already, you know that you're seeing Tom Brady. You know how people are saying like, oh, Tom Brady surprises people because on his podcast, he swears. He swears a lot in this in this documentary. Not like in a negative, angry way, but he drops F-bombs. And what's really great about it, and, and this is in the episodes that are already released, so you can see it now. You get to see real behind-the-scenes Tom Brady footage. When he first bought a house in Foxborough, which he bought from, uh, I forget if it was Ty Law or Loyal Malloy's house that he bought. It's going out of my head right now. But um, I think it was Lawyer. But uh, he, I could have been, could be, I don't know. But um, he moved in with David Nugent, one of the uh, linemen, and, and the two of them live there and they have video footage of them living there as bachelors. That is just hilarious to see. To see Tom Brady, not this idol of perfection, but just Tom Brady, regular guy. 
it, it's definitely worth a watch if you are a Patriots fan. All right, I got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. So if you are on vacation today or if you've got a day off for President's Day or maybe you want to take the kids out somewhere special, there's a lot of you know places we can go out and get breakfast. But by the time you get the bill, you feel like you went out to some fancy place for dinner because of how much it costs to take everybody out for breakfast. But that's why I love Just Another Phoenix restaurant in North Dartmouth, because you can go out and have breakfast with the family and not break the bank. They keep everything as affordable as they can because they know that, first of all, it's just your first meal of the day. It's not your only meal of the day. But also they know that they want people to be able to come out and have that good homemade breakfast without having to spend a lot for it. And that's why they have not only all of their great regular menu items, which are super affordable, but they always put out affordable specials as well. And this weekend they had some really great stuff, like the Southern Omelette. The Southern Omelette was $13.95, sausage, onion, pepper, uh, salsa, and cheddar cheese. Keep in mind, too, that they, they keep these specials going, too, so you can probably stop in and get some of them today. Strawberry and white chocolate pancakes for $9.95. The Hawaiian Omelette featuring ham, pineapple, and mozzarella for $12.95. Caramel nut pancakes, $9.95. Two eggs and kielbasa, $9.75. And check this out. Fruity Pebble French Toast, $9.95. Tell me the kids wouldn't love to start their day with that, right? And maybe you're not going to take the kids out. Maybe it's just too wild, too rambunctious in the morning. Uh, so what you want to do is you want to go and grab their breakfast from the drive through window and bring it home to them. You can probably go out there and get it now, and they probably haven't even woken up yet. So you can surprise them with breakfast in bed. Oh, come on. Tell me you wouldn't be the best mom or dad ever if you brought your kids breakfast from just another Phoenix for their kickoff to their vacation week. You can go there and get anything on their menu through their drive through window. It's that easy. So check them out. Just another Phoenix. They're open every day from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. They're located on Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth, just a little bit past the Sheriff's Department. So if you know where the Sheriff's Office is, it's just a few feet after that entrance. You'll see the sign. Uh, it's a little bit past, like, the VF outlet, but on the opposite side. A little bit past all the South Coast Health buildings. You can't miss it. They've got a nice sign on the outside. It's a beautiful place if you're going to stop in and have breakfast, sit at the counter, talk with the other folks, watch as the cook makes your breakfast on the grill right there in front of you, or you can get it all to go. Whatever it works for you, they make it work for you. Just another Phoenix restaurant, Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth. All right, I've got to take a break here. We'll be back in a few. Um. 